G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Welcome to On The Rock, God's unchanging word for changing times with Dr. Camille Majdali, Director of Teach All Nations Melbourne, Australia. Dr. Camille lived and studied in the Middle East, served as the principal of a leading Bible college and now travels the world teaching God's word. He has an extraordinary knowledge of the Bible and a dynamic ability to make God's truth come alive in a real, practical way. This episode of On The Rock will give you keys to survive and succeed in the days ahead by hearing and doing the words of Jesus. It's a subject that needs a lot of sensitive attention. It has to do with money and giving. And in today's program, we're going to learn a little bit more about this vital topic for the very fact that God wants to bless you. Our series is entitled Heartfelt and Inspired, Understanding 2 Corinthians, a verse-by-verse audio commentary, part of the larger Understanding the Bible series. As we continue to learn 2 Corinthians, we're going to begin with chapter 8. And chapter 8, I entitle Theology of Ministry, Part 6, on being a biblical liberal. A biblical liberal That almost sounds like an oxymoron, but actually it's not. Not if you understand what the word liberal means. Because the word liberal actually talks about behavior or attitude that is respectful of individual rights and freedoms and believes in maximum individual liberty in political and social areas. It's it's really somebody who believes in democracy. Now, the term, of course, has been co-opted by certain sectors of society to mean something actually very, very different. For them, it can mean everything from individual liberty or rights trump community welfare, or it can be hyper-egalitarian, meaning everybody is so equal to the nth degree, as if, for example, male and female are so equal, even physiologically equal, which of course is not true. Remember, equality may sound like a wonderful, wonderful value, but it can be carried to an extreme. So what we're going to look at is how to be a biblical liberal, not a theological one, a biblical one, because ultimately the word liberal talks about generosity. Remember again that the liberal of today may be willing to discard traditional biblical values in lieu of maximum personal freedom, or license is actually the word for it. For example, the sexual revolution. Forgetting altogether that biblical morality is not meant to restrain people, but to protect people, because morality is a hedge that protects you personally, as well as your present or future family. But what we'll see here in 2 Corinthians 8, verses 1 to 6, beginning of two chapters, chapters 8 and 9 of 2 Corinthians, which speak about Christian giving. Indeed, these two chapters are considered the most extensive coverage of Christian giving found in the entire New Testament. So, what we begin with in verses 1 to 6 of 2 Corinthians, chapter 8, is we first of all define liberal, and we've already done that. There is rejoicing in the Corinthians of Achaia, just as there was 
in the churches of Macedonia, and that the churches of Macedonia, despite facing tribulation, had what is called a generous impulse. Probably the most famous of those churches is the church at Philippi, because they gave to Paul's ministry again and again, probably more than anybody else. And that's why Paul told them in Philippians 4.19, because of their generosity, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. We learn that they freely and willingly gave, and Paul is a witness to their liberality. Of course, Jesus teaches us this in Luke 6.38, that when you give, it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So, there is a plea to receive the gift. These saints, even while they were in trouble, demanded, insisted, that this gift was received for the poor Christians. So, giving was seen as ministry, as it still is today. Not only that, but they freely gave. Again, Macedonian churches set the example. They gave of their own initiative, and they gave beyond expectation. They are an example for us all. I want to read to you now from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 to 6. Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God, insomuch that we desire Titus that as he had begun, so he would also finish in you the same grace also. This is Second Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 to 6. All right, first of all, let's define liberal. Liberal is open to new ideas, willing to discard traditional values, favoring, favoring maximum individual liberty, even if it means at the expense of society, and dispensing with traditional theology because of the mistaken view that it has been invalidated by modern thought or that theology is flexible rather than immutable. Liberal means a broad education, broad interpretation, or generous. Now, please don't confuse this with classic liberalism, which birthed modern parliamentary democracy. For our purposes, when we talk about being a liberal Christian, we're not talking about moral anarchy. We're not talking about elastic theology that's more reasoned than it is by revelation. We are talking about generosity. And this begins with verse 1 of 2 Corinthians 8. Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. So, what are we learning here? After rejoicing in the Corinthians of Achaia, which of course is in southern Greece, now is time to rejoice in the churches in Macedonia, which is in northern Greece. They have responded and given out great grace. And as I said earlier, we particularly think of the church at Philippi. This church, which has an epistle in its name, the epistle to the Philippians. This church at Philippi was very generous 
And this church was very joyful. And please understand, this is not a coincidence. There is joy in giving, and there is blessing in giving. Those that are givers as believers can testify. And even those that aren't Christians can testify that giving is very rewarding. And in a sense, it's like this maxim that I heard, and I don't even remember where I read it, but it's a wonderful thing, that our giving is not a debt that we owe. Our giving is a seed that we sow. And the more liberally you sow seed, the more abundantly you will reap. Now, of course, your motivation for giving is not forgetting, or your motivation for giving is not to get rich. Your motivation for giving is because you love God and you love people. And the byproduct of that is that God is going to give back to you. With that, let's go to verse 2 of 2 Corinthians 8, which tells us how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. Again, we're speaking about the churches in Macedonia. Yes, Macedonian churches experienced great trials. Yet, as the tuba toothpaste was squeezed, two very unexpected outcomes occurred. The first was that more pressure was put on these churches, more overflow of joy also abounded. As I often say, and it's a trite little metaphor, you don't know the color of the toothpaste till you squeeze the tube. When the Macedonian churches were squeezed, out came joy. Because true joy comes from the Holy Spirit and is defiant of circumstance. Galatians 5.22 tells us that the fruit of the Spirit is joy. And then there's a second thing that came when they were pressed by trials. And that is they had the riches of their liberality. They showed themselves to be incredibly generous. The Philippian church was a Macedonian church known for joy and generosity. And friends, your church should be known for the same thing. You should be the most generous people and you should be the most joyful people. Do you understand how attractive that would be to the world? a church that is ridiculously happy no matter what, and is so generous that uh, one wonders where do they get the resource to give out so much. It's a very wonderful testimony. So that leads us, of course, to verse 3 of chapter 8 of 2 Corinthians. And this verse says, For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves. Again, Paul is writing about the generous, joyful Macedonian churches. Paul is an eyewitness to their liberality because they gave not only according to their ability, miraculously, they gave beyond their ability. It's almost like the cruise of oil and the barrel of meal that never ran out, but kept producing nourishing food while there was famine in Israel. So they gave beyond their ability. What we learn is that the more we pour out to God and to others, the more God pours into us. I'd like to quote again the words of Jesus Christ himself in Luke chapter 6, verse 38, because this verse confirms it. Jesus says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. So, If this phrase is good enough for Jesus, it should be good enough for us all. People are very emotional and uptight when it comes to the topic of giving. Some people hold on to their wallets 
tighter than a crab's claw. Please remember, first of all, that God owns everything. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Giving actually settles the ownership issue. Rather than having this possessive and infantile attitude of it's mine, it's mine, remember, it's all God's, everything. Then, secondly, God doesn't need our money. He owns the cattle of the thousand hills, the silver, and the gold is his. Then why does God want us to give? He wants us to give because ultimately it's a blessing for us, but also he wants us to give because he wants us to take responsibility for the work of the ministry. And it's, it, it really is blessing. P- ask anyone who is a giver. And they will tell you there's no regrets and that you can never outgive God because Luke 6, 38 proves it, that God will give to those who give. In fact, you will never go bankrupt giving to God. You will never be at a loss giving to God when you remember to give to the cause of Christ and also to give to the poor, which the Bible teaches in both Testaments. God will bless you. In fact, giving to the poor is a loan to the Lord and God will repay. It's also part of what I call biblical finance. Biblical finance implies things like prudent use of money, willingness to work for one's money, willingness to give to God, give to the poor. Of course, live within your means, taking care of your household first. These are the elementary fundamental principles of biblical finance. And people who practice these are always blessed, even if they're not walking with God or know God personally. The principles apply regardless. And so, we're going to learn here in 2 Corinthians chapters 8 and 9 more about this important and wonderful principle of giving. Now, what is interesting, back to the Macedonian churches. Remember, they were afflicted, but they had joy coming out. They had generosity coming out. They gave beyond their ability. And then in 2 Corinthians 8, 4, a very interesting thing is said, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. So what is happening here? These same Macedonian generous believers, even in the midst of their trouble, insisted, even demanded that their gift be received for the poor. Giving was seen as a ministry, and you know what? It still is a ministry, the ministry of giving. We all have the privilege to give to the cause of Christ and give to the poor, and when we do, the blessings just flow. Friend, if somehow you're very uptight about the topic of giving, please remember, we are to give cheerfully. God loves a cheerful giver. You don't give grudgingly. You don't give out of compulsion. You give because you want to. Remember, God doesn't need your money. But if you find yourself uptight or somehow feel everyone's after your money, please pray and ask God to help you overcome that. Because to be honest, being unwilling to give is not just selfishness, it's bondage. And, you know, if your parents, a good parent, you're going to be giving just about everything for your children. And if you're a good steward, you're going to take care of what belongs to another But when you're rewarded, you assign or apportion what you've received to the right causes. So yes, these churches at Macedonia demanded that their gift be received. Rather than keep it to yourself, you need it more than us. That's not how it works. So freely we give because freely we have received. Let's look at verse 5. It tells us that, and this they did 
not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. So, verse 5 of 2 Corinthians 8, this generous impulse from Macedonia came of their own initiative, beyond our expectation. Yet, this is also the logical result of the Macedonian believers wholeheartedly giving themselves to the Lord and to the Apostle. Consecration and submission to God brings liberality. Let me repeat that. Consecration and submission to God brings liberality or generosity. Our final verse for this lesson, 2 Corinthians 8, verse 6. So, we urge Titus that as he had begun, so he would also complete this grace in you as well. A good example, through Titus, we wanted to bring up the subject of the Macedonians' generosity to your attention. We have a mission to bring relief to the suffering church. The Macedonians set a good example, and now we want to complete the work through you. So, in other words, Paul says, look, these churches were suffering, but they gave more than enough, demanded that the gift be received, and they have so much joy, they don't know where to put it. Now, church at Corinth, in light of their example, we want you to be blessed by doing likewise. So, our lesson here is entitled, on becoming or being a liberal Christian. And our lesson for life, if you can resolve in your mind that God owns all things, including your money, you will be generous and never be in lack. Let me say that again. If you can resolve in your mind that God owns all things, including your money, you will be generous and never be in lack. Remember to visit us at our Facebook page, Teach All Nations, education, and thank you for liking our page. And also go to our homepage where you can subscribe to the free monthly Issachar Teaching e-letter with articles on scripture, victorious Christian living, and current events in the light of God's Word. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you in Jesus' name for the example of the churches of Macedonia. Help us to follow their example so that we can be liberal, we can be a blessing, and that we can also be blessed. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Today's On The Rock was brought to you by Teach All Nations. If you would like more information about this ministry, to download podcasts, view our online store, attend special events, sign up for our teaching newsletter, make a donation to support this ministry, or to invite Dr. Camille to speak, log on to www.tan.org.au or write to us at Post Office Box 493, Mount Waverley 3149. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.